Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back for our second hour of Real Presence Live. Father Jason Leffer is here with me. Father James Gross is priest of the Diocese of Fargo, who are joining you today. Uh, we had a great uh, conversation on the air um, with uh, Deacon Les Norrie today and our straight se- talk segment. And yesterday, Steve Swanskowski and Brandon Clark were in Wall, South Dakota, home of the famous Wall Drug and St. Patrick's Parish, where a classmate of mine from the Pontifical College, Josephinum, Father Tony Grossenberg, joined them, who is the pastor there in Wall. Uh, for the Straight Talk segment. So I just want to say a shout out and a hello to my brother, Father Tony, and uh, thanks for being a part of the airwaves for that wonderful day. So uh, we have, uh, we're coming to you from the not-yet-frozen tundra of uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota. There's a little bit of a nip in the air you, these mornings, okay. isn't there? You know, Father Gross, I would, I would love if, if fall could be like six months out of the year, yeah. right? Warm during the days, cool, nice sleeping weather at night. Yeah. But unfortunately for us, it's this ominous, uh-oh, right, here right. comes the cold. Yes, yes. And uh, that's one thing from having studied in Ohio, and I'm sure with you in St. Louis, autumn is such a lengthy and mild and wonderful season in those parts of the country, whereas here it can go by very quickly. I remember last year here in northeastern North Dakota, we received a measurable snowfall early in October, and it felt like just only 48 hours before then, the <laughs> leaves were turning, and all of a sudden everything's getting knocked off the trees, and so you've got these barren trees and this winter landscape here, here's a challenge for us father gross to live in the moment enjoy fall whether it's five minutes or 
10 minutes. <laughs> right. Just, just like summer, you, you, you make the most of the time that you're in, no matter how long it happens to last. And uh, this uh, is a season for weddings for many parishes and many parts of the country, many families. And that's at the heart of the next topic as we uh, are bringing N- Betsy Neepkins on the line uh, from the Duluth area. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate your being on the air with us, and uh, we're going to talk to you primarily about um, your journey with your son, who is preparing for marriage, and the inspiration that you are finding in uh, Mary, the Mother of God, as an intercessor. And uh, before we launch into that, can you tell us a little bit, uh, a little bit about yourself and your family? Well, I, I do work for the diocese in the Office of Marriage and Family Life, but I'm the mother of six children. I have uh, my fifth one I'm sending away to college, uh, actually today, and um, I have five boys and one daughter. I've been married for 32 years, so I've done that, done that for a while, and um, we strive to have a Catholic domestic um, church in our, in our home, and it's always striving because it's never perfect, but uh, we always try to walk into that direction. Mm-hmm. So, so Betsy, what what is it that inspired you to take on the responsibility uh, of the the office of marriage and family for for Duluth? What, what what's in your heart there that would cause you to want to sacrifice like that? You know what? That's a really good question. Um, when I um, I worked at a, a college for twenty seven, a Catholic college for twenty seven and a half years, and um, I was that gives you kind of a longitudinal study, and you could see that the that that young people increasingly struggling and so for many years I thought that you could help them at the college level but I discovered that that, that the struggles and sufferings of and the wounds that these kids were coming to college were happening before they got there and so um, an opportunity to intervene at a uh, at a level that might help young people before they got to college opened up um, I think the church has a way of living that brings forth you know there's crosses certainly but it's it also gives us opportunity to live joyfully in a fulfilled life. And um, yeah. so the opportunity came, seemed like um, something where I could really hopefully make an impact, and so I made this switch. Mm-hmm. You're right that with the age of your children as they're coming into adulthood, it is such an important and a formative life uh, a stage in their lives of faith. Um, tell us a little bit about where your son is on the journey, uh, when the when the wedding date is, and some of those details. Well, he, um, they were engaged almost uh, over two years ago, um, or excuse me, over a year ago, and they had a two-year engagement, so they're spending a, a, a great amount of time. Um, you know, there's some things, my future daughter-in-law is in graduate school, so she's studying, and and um, so they wanted uh, to make sure that those things were settled, and um, so now they're coming, and they've done kind of the... Um, the prep that you, that is outside of the sacrament. Now this year they're spending time on the sacrament per se, the preparation, meeting with the priest, uh, mm-hmm. doing all those sorts of things that are necessary to prepare their hearts for this great decision. Are, are, are both your son and your future daughter-in-law, are they both of the Catholic faith? They both are, yep. yep. Okay. You know, I asked as a priest because it really does make a difference in the preparation. So you've recently discovered something with Mary, the mother of God, as you were reflecting upon preparing your son for marriage. Could you tell us as a mother what, and this even started, I think, before he was, he was engaged. What, as a mother, what's in your heart for preparation for their, 
their future uh, marriages. You know, um, I was at adoration, and, and as your a child prepares for something, this thing gets on your heart a lot. So it was um, through prayer. Um, you know, I'd always worried about the who my the spouse of my children would be, and I don't know that I really thought much about um, about my own children and their role in it. I have um, uh, have grown very close to Mary um, in the past six years. And I was half a mass fell upon the wedding of Canaan, and um, I found in that, I have learned through growing and journeying through our faith that the male plays a huge role in the spiritual development of the family. And I think sometimes women are taking on that piece when it's imperative that the, the man does, and so when my, or the husband does, and so when my eyes fell upon that passage, I see Mary calling Jesus, <laughs> the Son of God, out and saying, you know, this is the time. This is where you need to take your leadership role. I just um, felt that Mary was, was calling me to my responsibility as a mother to find uh, or introduce to my son the fact that he has this incredible importance in his, um, his future family. And so that, in that, that relationship with Mary, having that relationship with Mary, was able, I believe, to allow me to see that when I was reading mm-hmm through the passage, and it was just, you know how God does it, it was the time, it was the time for me to see it, it was the time Mary wanted me to hear my role in this particular sort of situation, and that's just how Mary is, Mary just knows, she's our mother, she, <laughs> she knows, and she, she lets us, I could have read the same passage, I have read that passage hundreds of times, but it had never called out me to do something before that in that way, and so... Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live. Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross here with you today from the Diocese of Fargo, and we're visiting with Betsy Neepkins, who is with from the Diocese of Duluth, about uh, the role that she's been taking on and helping as a prayer intercessor for her uh, son and uh, his future bride as they are preparing for their marriage. This past Sunday, there was a passage in the Gospel where Jesus talked about that he would not bring peace but division and a mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law. You know, I think people kind of poke their poke poke each other in the pews and say, "I well, doesn't that already happen? You know, Jesus isn't necessarily causing that division. But, you know, people like to joke about that dynamic of that relationship. And even though it's at an early age, like how are you consciously, uh, you know, reaching out um, with regard to your daughter-in-law while not trying to be, you know, too forward or intimidating in, you know, this uh, role as an advocate for your son? Well, I knew that um, you're right. It's a delicate place, but I also know that, um, you know, we've been as adult, as older adults, as parents, we've been graced with a certain wisdom of experience and faith. And so about right after they got engaged, I started the practice of writing them letters um, and um, talking about not so much worrying about what the venue was or what colors, but rather the sacramental role that faith will take not only on this day, but going forward. So trying to unpack all the beauty that was God intended and how this is an icon for the hope of of eternity and just kind of unpacking it uh, from a mother's perspective. And, uh, you know, just whatever tips in a faith, totally kind of a faith-revealing sort of way. So it never, um, trying never... To, to always to invite and to propose and never to input. 
So um, I'm I'm real careful to use that language all the time um, because it's their journey. I don't know it. Um, I can just share with them. I can pray pray, (laughs) pray every day. um, You know, Mary's a big part of of my relationship with Jesus. And um, so uh, those are the sorts of things. And just be as supportive as not, but also show the glory of this beautiful sacrament that's being somewhat ignored in our culture. You know what? What strikes me about your your story and your inspiration is, I mean, the first thing that really strikes me, Betsy, is that how um, you've been preparing for this for years. I mean, before your son was even conscious, you were already preparing for your daughter-in-law. You were you were already praying for her. You were it was in your heart. It was just like Mary, the mother of God, says she keeps these things in her heart and she it's it's almost like giving birth um to the relationship and so forth so that that's a testimony there of deep love you know and deep desire and i and as the listeners i I hope the listeners are hearing this that this incredible example of right now even if your children are, are in the single digits or young or teenagers that already you're making that sacrifice of prayer for their future vocations or future spouses. I, I mean, I can't think of a more beautiful sacrifice really. Then, then the second thing, which I'm curious about to hear from you is, you know, that specific passage where Mary, the mother says, do whatever he tells you to do. So how, so here you are, you are, you are the Mary, you're, you're the mother. You know, you're speaking to your son, your daughter-in-law there. How, how is it that you turn to them and say, do whatever he tells you, meaning Jesus or the church? How, how is that done in a practical way? Well, I think that um, realizing in the great mastery of our Heavenly Father, he created this complementarism. And, you know, to, to bring both roles into the light of, of what's important. As my son being the spiritual leader, she... My daughter is the spiritual nurturer. She gets the gift of bringing forth creation. My son has a role to protect that creation, and both of them are necessary. So um, that, uh, but you know, being careful about the words and understanding that both are necessary, uh, and you know, being aware of how the culture looks at power and control. Um, that's not <laughs> never been, you know, that's never been, um, you know. God's intent. It was a servant sort of thing. So sharing that information with uh, my son and my daughter-in-law in a way that says, you know, putting this thing together like this uh, was intended, and it works. And um, if you think about it, if you care about it, I mean, my, my daughter-in-law is a very accomplished young lady, um, but you can, and you can see the beauty that she can bring to the family, and my son's role to stand up for so many times. Sadly, that that leave everything up to the woman, and the woman grasps at that. And um, but there's supposed to be a balance. So, so, Betsy, in the last few seconds we have left here, the, the, this question is for you personally. So, Mary, in that passage, you know, the thing that always is, I find incredible, she proclaims the thing, she tells the thing, do whatever he tells you. But then she steps aside in great confidence, like it's going to be done, and and she allows herself to kind of fade into the background with so how is that like as a mother who has such deep love and concern for her son future daughter-in-law how do you do that how do you like give them the word and then give them room or freedom or back off to let them then then trust that they're gonna they're gonna do the thing how does that work 
You know what? What uh, that is a great question. You're absolutely correct, and in my heart, I know that. I think that's why I took on the uh, one. Um, that's why I took on the letter writing um, because I felt that I'm just proposing, and there isn't um, that language of harshness. That it's just here. This is you know kind of this is an idea, and then just unconditional love, and it will be. They could likely do things very different than I have ever intended. But my job is to just to love. So the letter is laying it in front of them and stepping back. And some of it they'll take, maybe. <laughs> maybe they'll take all of it. Maybe they'll take none of it. But just letting them know. And that's in the that's in the letter. That's in the letter to let them know that I'm just invited to this and that I love them unconditionally. And uh, so no. Very I'm, good. All right, so um, we can read more about your story at uh, dioceseduluth.org in the blog section. Betsy Neepkins, thank you so much for taking time with us this morning, and uh, thank you for allowing us to pray for your son and future daughter-in-law. Thank you, thank you very much, and God bless. All right. We have the 10 minute tour coming up as long as, as well as a conversation with a couple of representatives on campus at Minnesota State University Mankato. So that's all coming up later this hour with Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross. Stay tuned for more Real Presence Live after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Built Upon a Rock Fest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rock Fest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rock Fest on September 14th. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to Real Presence Live. It's Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross are joining you from the Diocese of Fargo. And now it is time for our daily uh, trip around our listening area. Vroom, vroom. Time to fire up that Studebaker and go on the 10-minute tour as we hear about these events that are happening that uh, we want to make you aware of. And first of all, we have uh, Ryan on the phone from Dickinson. Uh, welcome to Real Presence Live. Good morning. How are you guys today? Doing very well, thank you. Um, there is an event called the Ride to the Race on the Range. Tell us about it, please. Well, what it is, on September 7th, we're going to start at Queen of Peace Church uh, for sign-up for street riders and or car drivers. Uh, it'll be a $30 entry fee. From there, it'll, the group will travel over to the Home on the Range where the Bakken Trail Motocross Association will be putting on a uh, arena cross, one of their scheduled... Um, monthly arena cross race at the home on the range. Sorry, I forgot to mention the Knights of Columbus, Knights on Bikes, North Dakota will be starting the ride over at Queen of Peace Church. There we will, at the home on the range, we will have a race. Uh, after the race, well, there will be a band to follow with all proceeds from both the Knights of Columbus and from the BTMA uh, going to the home on the range. Sounds like a great day, and it's uh, Saturday, September 7th. Now, Father and I are wondering if Monsignor Richter is going to be uh, astride a motorcycle during this ride. Well, I hope so. I haven't spoke to him, but uh, I hope he catches <laughs> wind of it and he's willing to go. Okay, well, let the challenge be uh, be, be offered, right? Yeah, I, Ryan, I think you should try to get as many priests as possible on motorcycles. I, I totally agree. Whether they're on a motorcycle or in a car, the more people over there more money that's going to generate for the home on the range absolutely and what a great cause and a beautiful area out there in the badlands of western north dakota and sentinel butte uh the ride to the rice uh, ride to the race on the range the cost is 30 dollars per person and uh, is there a contact number in case anybody wants more information sure they can call me ryan peterson at 701-495-1053 Excellent. Thank you very much, Ryan, and uh, all the best in that event coming up, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You too. God bless. All righty. We'll turn our attention now to uh, northeastern South Dakota, uh, what was formerly called the Blue Cloud Abbey. Uh, there is a Abbey of the Hills event happening um, just outside of Millbank, South Dakota, off of I-29. Abbey of the Hills invites you to join them on the second Tuesday each month to learn and grow in your faith. A different speaker will be featured each month with a variety of presentations scheduled. The topic uh, coming up this next time, September 10th, is Journey to Lourdes with Father Mark Lichter. And then on October 8th, it's Ecclesiastes, Vanity of Vanities, with Father Jim Friedrich. Those sound like great uh, topics coming up. Each one begins at 10 a.m. It'll include a free will offering lunch and concludes at 3. So think of it as a wonderful little day-long retreat. Visit abbeyofthehills.org for details. Go ahead, Father. And then we have uh, in Bismarck Mandan, the Bismarck Mandan uh, Sarah Club. For vocations breakfast okay um, the bismarck mandan sarah club religious vocations benefit breakfast will be held sunday september 15 2019 from 9 a.m to 1 p.m at the saint mary's academy cafeteria sounds like a wonderful breakfast here pancakes sausage eggs juice and coffee will be served uh, they're asking for eight dollars for adults children 10 and under uh, four dollars children under three get to eat for free there will also be a sarah club coffees and baked goods available 
All proceeds will be for used for the vocations in the Bismarck Diocese. The Sarah Club of Bismarck Mandan has been supporting religious vocations for over 50 years, and it's named after Blessed Uniper Sarah. Yeah, actually, it was canonized uh, when Pope Francis was most recently in the United States. Saint Junipero Sarah, Franciscan missionary to the California missions. So please join the Sarah Club as they do such good work for the vocations in the Diocese of Bismarck. Next, we're going to be visiting with a priest from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Father Randall Casel. Welcome to uh, Real Presence Live. Good morning. Thank you for having me on, Father. You're very welcome. Uh, tell us about this fall festival that you guys will be hosting. Oh, we have an awesome weekend coming uh, with the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. We have a uh, featuring uh, an antique tractor show and a tractor pull. I'm having a beautiful sight here. We have a field out behind our church, and I'm watching the road grader making the track where the antique tractors will be doing the tractor Excellent. Pull. All right. And the uh, tractor show will continue on Sunday. We have an awesome meal on Sunday morning, a roast dinner from 11 to 1. We have a silent auction item. We have all kinds of uh, great kids things, including a kitty tractor pedal pull Sunday at uh, beginning at about 1 o'clock. And we get the kids there early maybe for the meal and then have the, the youngsters go and see how the stronger legs are in the kitty tractor pull. That's always a great deal. We have some craft, sh- craft shows coming and we have a country store. We have a person who has these beautiful mums and they do a great job every year they're a hit. So you can come around and see you can get your mums at our country store. We have home-raised tomatoes and other things that will uh, uh, fresh fruits and vegetables that will be available as well. But a lot, a lot for everyone here will be coming. Father, are, are you are you go, are you going to get on that tractor yourself, that little kids one, and, and try to beat yeah. some of those kids? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I won't be on the kitty one, but I will be on one of those big ones every year. I get well, except for last year, I had an event come up. But I'll be on one of those antique tractors, taking my turn pulling and seeing how I do. So I grew up on a farm. I know I can drive tractors, and uh, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It's a uh, it's a great time. Whoever can come out. Uh, so we have concessions as well. Lots of food will be here Saturday and Sunday. Fantastic. So it's uh, down in Pine Island, a beautiful setting. If you're near that area, please join them for the Fall Festival at the Church of St. Michael. Call uh, 507-356-4280, or you can email at stmichaeloffice at bevcomm.net. Thank you very much, Father, and enjoy that great festival this weekend. Great, great. Now, I get just one, one last, just two seconds. If we could pray sure. for a family. we got a funeral here at St. Michael this morning. Uh, uh, a family is in a lot of grief with a family member that passed away uh, too soon. And if you remember the deceased, his name is David. And if I can ask the charity of all of our listeners, I'd be grateful. Thank you very much. We definitely will do that. And we appreciate your uh, thoughtfulness on behalf of that family. May, uh, may David rest in peace. Amen. Thank you. God, Have a God wonderful you, weekend. Father. You, you bet. Too. Thank you. Bye-bye. We have a silent retreat coming up, a five-day silent retreat with Father Tyler Dennis in the Diocese of Rapid City. I don't know if you've ever been to the Terra Sancta Retreat Center just west of the city, craving peace and quiet, wanting to deepen your relationship with Jesus. All are invited for a directed silent retreat so you can rest in God next week from August 25th through the 30th. Choose what works best for you, two, three, four, or five days of silence. This is a silent directed retreat with the opportunity to meet with a spiritual director for up to an hour 
each day for individual guidance and support during your retreat. Because of the intense nature of this silent directed retreat, prior silent retreat experience is required. Daily costs include dinner, overnight accommodations, breakfast, lunch, and spiritual direction. Costs range from $125 to $169 per day, depending on lodging. You can register online at terrasancta.org. That's T-E-R-R-A-S-A-N-C-T-A dot O-R-G slash silence 2019. You can also call 605-716-0925. And once again, for the third time, here we are. The um, the built the rock fest coming. Built, built upon a rock, rock fest. fest. Yes. September 14th. All the bands are ready. They're signed up. Here we go. Join the Catholic recording artists, Father Kevin McGoldrick and Dana Catherine, for a free concert in Duluth, Minnesota. Last year was a huge success. This year will be as well. The performances will be high energy and entertaining, while at the same time delivering a powerful Catholic message. Check out builtuponarockfest.com for all the details. Built Upon a Rock Fest, spreading the love of Jesus Christ through music that rocks you. Fantastic. On September 14th, that's going to be here before we know it. And, uh, well, that wraps up today's 10-minute tour. We feature this every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event featured, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122. We would be very happy to feature it for you. So coming up next after this break, how is God present to those on the campus of Minnesota State University in Mankato? We will hear more from Phil Stone and Emily Luke. And later, St. Anne's Guest Home in Grand Forks is bringing Christ's presence to those in need by their service. Tune in to hear how God is touching the lives of one, the life of one of their guests. You're listening to Real Presence Live with Father Leffer and Father Gross. Stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses.
This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. All throughout our, uh, well, welcome back to Real Presence Live. All throughout our listening area, there are young people who are preparing to move into their dorms and start a year of college or return to college. And uh, we've got a couple of people on with us, uh, one for sure, who is going to be telling us about that experience at the campus uh, in the Newman Center where he works, Phil Stone. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, now I understand that uh, you are an alum of uh, Focus as a former Focus missionary and are currently a director of development. Tell us a little bit about your current role there at uh, the Newman Center in Mankato. Sure. Um, Well, I've been at the St. Thomas More Newman Center since 2011, uh, but for the last three years I've been uh, assisting Father in the development of the Newman Center and building up support for the Newman Center so we can grow our programs, which one of our most essential programs continues to be the presence of a focus team working with our students to help them grow deep in their own uh, walk with Jesus, but also to equip them as effective evangelists and leaders in the faith. Hey, Phil, could you could you tell us kind of about the miracle that took place there? I know, like, here locally, we're, we're investing heavily in, in NDSU's Newman Center, trying to get it from the little tiny thing. They've already leveled it, and they're in this construction phase of, like, a new $25 million whole block development. But didn't you guys have a miracle like that? Didn't you go from, like, a $300,000 budget to a $3 million budget, something like that, about 10 years ago? Um, well, it, it's not quite that dramatic, uh, but we did move uh, from a very small house into a roughly $3 million facility. So for us, it was a very big leap. Uh, we, we were in a chapel that at best could fit, um, well, 50 people very uncomfortably um, back when I moved to Mankato in 2011. And we um, were, the, it was kind of a living room was mainly our, our place where we would gather with students and a basement we could use. Uh, and now we're in a facility with a chapel that can seat um, 200 to 250 with, with doors that can open up for additional space, several study rooms, um, a gathering area that can fit uh, two to 300 when we are able to bring in speakers like uh, we've been able to bring in Leah Darrow, Father Larry Richards, uh, different speakers um, in, the, in the Catholic world. So that's been a huge blessing. That facility opened up in 2015. Um, and, and we did with it, our, our budget, our operating budget has taken a big leap because we were in about 10 times the space and we're now serving um, at least three times the number of students overall every week. And the growth in the focus program has been even more dramatic. That's, that's been about by a factor of five in terms of the students um, involved in Bible study, involved in evangelization. And so, yeah, we, we've got about 500% growth in that participation since 2015 when we opened up. Yeah, it's been amazing. So. And, and, Phil, we're glad to say that we are joined by a colleague of yours, Emily Luke. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we're happy to have you with us. Um, now, tell us a little bit about uh, your role in the uh, Maverick Catholic community there at Minnesota State. Yes, thank you. I am a student missionary as well as a peer minister. So I work for the Newman Center as a student. I'm one of six 
students that work for the Newman Center. So I um, am in charge of uh, helping run those events that Phil was talking about in our large gathering space, as well as just creating a welcoming environment for everyone who steps foot um, in our doors, as well as trying to be a witness on campus as well in my classes. Okay. And when are the uh, students showing up for uh, the fall semester? Are, are some of them already making their presence known? Yes. Yeah, so today actually begins Welcome Week for us here at Mankato. So freshmen have been moving in slowly throughout the week, but a majority of them move in today. And so we have students out right now on campus um, helping people move in, letting them know about what we are doing and that we can be uh, authentic friends to them and have a welcoming community here at the Newman Center. Very good. If For those who are just joining us here on Real Presence Live, we are visiting with a couple of young people in Mankato, Minnesota, down in the uh, Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Phil Stone, who is the Director of Development at St. Thomas More Catholic Newman Center, and Emily Luke, who is also a peer minister, a student missionary with that uh, Catholic community. So we, we've Phil told us all about how this growth and everything that's going on, but Emily, you're, you're probably at a very critical moment right now. Why is that first week of welcome? Why is that so important to make contact with the students on campus? Yes, um, it is very important because many students are really open and looking for a new life, a life on their own, um, and are making those decisions of whether they're going to continue with their faith or um, leave it behind. And so it's it's really a time where students are very open and receptive to meeting new people and looking for uh, guidance in in this new chapter of their life. Great. And uh, we just have a few more minutes with uh, both of you, but uh, Phil, I'd like you to tell us a little bit about an event that I understand is coming up on Sunday, September 22nd, to help continue to support the ministry there at the uh, Catholic Newman Center. And I see that the word gala is attached to it, so that gets our attention right away. And you tell us a little yeah. bit more about that. Absolutely. Well, this is our second annual gala, and we have implemented this as a part of the way to grow our support. Um, last year, obviously, was our first uh, gala for the Newman Center um, as, as an annual event, and we really uh, enjoyed that event. We had some great support, uh, largely from the Mankato area, and some of the smaller towns in this area where we have supporters, but to expand the Newman Center, the response on the part of the students, uh, thanks to Father Vogel's great work, collaborating with our missionaries, our staff, our peer ministers. And so we're trying to get the word out to invite people to come over, hear what we're about, and to participate in whatever way is meaningful to them to help us grow. So to that end, we have Mark Bartek, um, a senior director within Focus, who has done incredible work uh, forming hundreds of missionaries in their work of evangelization. And he's going to be our keynote speaker so that everyone who comes to hear about the great work happening through Emily and her peers can also take something away to help make their own Catholic community, their parish, a little more vibrant. So we hope that we'll generate some great support for the Newman Center, but that we'll also be some inspiration for those who attend. To take Can you just quickly give us a time frame, the location of what you guys are doing that day? Absolutely. 
The Mankato Civic Center downtown is the location of the event. Okay. At 4.30 p.m., uh, we'll have a social hour, just a chance for uh, anyone who's able to come and meet Father, meet our students, meet our staff, meet our focused missionaries. At 5.30, the dinner and program will start, and we'll be able to highlight the work here from students, here from Father, and we will wrap up our event by 7 o'clock that night for anyone who needs um, to travel if people are coming from a little ways away to our event. Right. Okay. And in the in the last literally 60 seconds we have, Emily, give us your practiced 30 seconds why those students should get involved. Your in elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Lord has just transformed my life and given me a foundation to work from that is stronger than myself, and that is something that I would like everyone to have and to be fully themselves and to grow um, and be... Um, an inspiration and um, for everyone else in their life. Wonderful. So Phil Stone and Emily Luke, we want to thank you for being on with us today to talk about the beauty of the ministry you're involved with, with Thomas uh, St. Thomas More Catholic Newman Center. And uh, we uh, wish you a success for the uh, exciting upcoming academic year. Thank, thank you. you so Right, right. And uh, also, uh, for those who have family members, relatives who are involved with that community, uh, be sure to check out the uh, Catholic Newman Center there at the Minnesota State. Uh, we always called it Mankato State, right, right Father, right. when we're, we were, we're growing we're, up. We're, but we're just, yeah. but it's Minnesota State way. Mankato now. That's right, yes. Now, coming up, you won't want to miss the goodness of serving the elderly and disabled in the community and how we can see Christ and those in need. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer joining you today for one more segment of Real Presence. Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Built Upon a Rock Fest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rock Fest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rock Fest on September 14th. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. You're listening to Real Presence Live. 
Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And thank you for sticking with us on A Real Presence Live as Father Gross and Father Leffer are with you from Grand Forks and our Grand Forks studios. A reminder that Encore presentations of Real Presence Live are available on Saturdays of all five programs for the uh, preceding week, beginning at 6 a.m. Central Time, 5 a.m. Mountain, and in the two-hour intervals uh, throughout the day. So if you uh, didn't get enough medicine uh, today, you can get another dose on Saturday. So if you do the math properly, Father Gross, when would we be on on Saturday? We would be on from noon to 2 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Man, you got this done. Have you ever listened to a rebroadcast of us? Uh, a little bit, but I got to tell you, it's sort of awkward. <laughs> it, it, I, I, I tend to be rather critical of certain things about myself and the way I sound. So the, the less I listen to the playback, I think the better off I am. You know I what's am. ironic about that? I listened, I think, once the playback. You sounded great. I was the one who sounded funny, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, man. <laughs> I was going to say quite the opposite in my case. But anyway, rather than uh, enough about everybody else, let's keep talking about us, right? Exactly. Um, we have a couple of guests with us from... Uh, our wonderful St. Anne's Guest Home, which is just down the street a few blocks here in Grand Forks. Sister Rebecca Metzger, thank you for being on Real Presence Live and welcome. Do we have Sister Rebecca with us? Yes, I am with you. Fantastic. And we're also going to be visiting with uh, one of the residents, Betty Canavan. Uh, welcome to Real Presence Live, Betty. Okay. We'll be visiting with... uh, Hi, Betty. Good morning. Good morning. We'll be visiting with both of you here in due course. I wanted to just start with a sister and give us a little bit of background with you um, about the religious order to which you belong and how long you have been with the Franciscans. Okay, I'm a member of the Dillingham Franciscans. Our mother house is in Hankinson, North Dakota here, and I have been a sister now for 54 years. My goodness, wonderful. Sister Rebecca, there's no way that you're that old. I, how can you possibly be that old? You, you, well, <laughs> you're so young and youthful. She, she started at age six, Father. Well, so right. I, I was like, you're. I, that's... Well, well it, it's amazing how time flies. And there are times when I probably feel like a 40 year old, but there are other times I feel like an 80 year old. Well, whenever I'm in your presence, I feel the, the youth and the, and the vibrancy of, of just your love and your passion. And you know, you've, you've really given your life there at St. Anne's so many beautiful ways. But could you just share with our listeners a little bit about your own personal battle there with cancer and going through that and uh, and, so, and being able to identify with those who you take care of? Yeah, I'm um, in my seventh year now of battling cancer. And I tell you, it's the people around me and their prayers that keep me going. Um, I don't know what I would do without them. Uh, the residents are so concerned, as well as, you know, our visitors and our staff, that they give me the grace and the power, you know, to keep coping with this. And I expect this to happen yet for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Now, can you tell us about St. Anne's and the mission there of St. Anne's in particular? Uh, at St. Anne's here, we have two facilities. It's a basic care or somewhat supervised living and then the other building, we have subsidized housing apartment living. 
And, you know, over the years, we started out in Fargo, um, 1945. And at Mm -hmm. that time, we started with um, people who, men, who were riding the rails and could no longer do that. When we came up to St. Anne's here in Grand Forks, we took 12 disabled men with us, and we called them our 12 apostles. <laughs> and at that time, these individuals had disabilities. Today, we have individuals with many disabilities. And so we had broken spirits at, uh, many years ago, and we still have many, many broken people who come to us and whom we care for. Well, you're we so grateful to have Betty with us, uh, Betty Canavan, as one of the residents. So tell us how long you've been there and what do you enjoy about uh, living at a place like St. Anne's Guest Home? Well, I moved here from Phoenix, Arizona in April of 2014. It was 104 degrees in Arizona when I left. Mm-hmm. And there was still snow on the ground here in uh, Grand Forks. But what I love most about here is warm and friendly people and the host of activities, including our mass and Bible study and bingo and dances and many, many things to do uh, either alone or with others. Fantastic. Well, we're visiting with Betty Canavan and Sister Rebecca Metzger, uh, who are both affiliated with St. Anne's Guest Home here in Grand Forks, that which is uh, marking 75 years of existence in service of our community. Sister Rebecca, can you tell us about one of those famous dances that you have there? Because I, when we were, I was a pastor at Newman Center. We the young people would always love going over and assisting when it when it was dance night or the different activities. Can you describe for our listeners what uh, what you guys do? They are marvelous. Uh, we can have up to six, seven accordions, um, a piano player, a drummer, and I'll tell you, the music is fantastic. And individuals who cannot dance, they come down for the music, and you can hear this music floating down the hallway and elsewhere. And individuals who, we've had them in their 90s dancing here. Mm-hmm. And it just adds a whole different, it gives life to the individuals. Now, has, has Father Gross ever come over for one of your dances? Because I know for a fact that he loves accordion music. I do, yes. That warms the cockles of this German from Russia's heart. Uh, I think I uh, I was at the pie and ice cream social this summer for a time, and I remember hearing that wonderful music. So that's yeah. one of the events where you were featuring, featuring that great uh, old-time and folk music. Yes, and we do have this music at least once a month. Excellent. Very good. Uh, Also, Sister Rebecca, now, I don't know if people in this area know, but can you tell us what what is it that takes place in your chapel uh, while all this good ministry is is going on at St. Anne's? We have um, adoration in our chapel from uh, uh, 6.45 in the morning until 10 o'clock, Monday through Friday. And what a blessing that is. I consider it a special grace for us in our ministry here at St. Anne's because it's like we have, there's a special grace that comes with this. 
that enabled myself and my staff to cope with some of the problems that we have. But it mm-hmm. truly is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Was it, now, remind me, it was Sister Anella, right, who was Sister such Anella a... Sister started ma- the mama bear. She was the mama bear behind that. Can you tell us about her? And I mean, I whenever I hear her name, my heart just melts because she, I, she was such a stalwart of just focused on the Lord, and she, in you know, she in season and out of season, she always brought you to the Lord. Can, can you just tell our our listeners a little bit about Sister Anella? Oh, she was a strong advocate for adoration, and I smile when you say that because. When she approached anybody about the need, the need for prayer, there was no way they could turn her down. (laughs) And so we were doing this uh, 24-7 for quite a few years, and unfortunately she gave her heart and soul to the program. And uh, when she left us, um, we lost, you know, part of that. But without doubt... I think she's still praying for us, yes. and she's hoping the best for us here. Mm-hmm. For sure, and we appreciate that opportunity of the um, almost perpetual adoration that's being offered at St. Anne's Guest Home Chapel. Now, Betty, mm-hmm. I want to hear your perspective about the kind of care and the ways in which uh, the sisters, or three uh, Franciscan sisters there, and the uh, lay staff interact with you. Um, to share with us a little bit, if you would, about um, uh, kind of the level of care and the spiritual concern that you receive as a resident there. Well, the staff goes way out of their way and to be friendly and to make you feel at home. And I must insert here that Sister Rebecca does decorations every month of the year. She changes the decorations in all of the buildings, in every single nook and cranny uh, that you can imagine. And Christmas time is extremely elaborate and uh, a real focus on the Christian spirit. We have Christmas trees. I think we have seven Christmas trees that go up, and Sister Rebecca does everything herself. <laughs> you know, I want to I want to plug for you. So there, there's a website, Saint Anne's Guest Home dot org. That's Saint Anne's Guest Home dot org. I, I was on there poking around uh, the other day, and I have to say. Those images and pictures you have on there were so beautiful. It just inspired me. I just, I, I, I actually took a lot longer on the website than I planned on doing it, just because it was so comforting to see the images, of the interaction, the people, and the beauty of of Saint Anne's. And so that's just the website. So I guess for our listeners, imagine just going there and and even visiting. And I. You know, at one point I was uh, I had some spiritual connection with St. Anne's, and I just love going there and being with the residents and the things that were going on. <laughs> and uh, tell us a little bit more about um, some of the other uh, some of the other events that happened there. You were talking about the monthly uh, the the music. Uh, are there other? Um, I know that there is a, a women's group that is meeting there called Magnificat Morning on a, a monthly basis. Can you tell us a little bit about that program as well? That has become a beautiful program. Uh, we invite any of the women who are interested in the greater Grand Forks area or uh, without, and they have a period of about three hours. We have mass, and they have a presentation, 
and discussion. And uh, the women who come to that, um, they lead very fulfilled and very happy because everybody's hungry for some spiritual material in their lives. Mm-hmm. And then for Mother Dance, um, we have a fantastic um, activity program here. And the individual in charge of it, she makes sure that the residents get out for shopping, for lunch, um, just a variety of things that are happening in the community. Mm-hmm. Sister Rebecca, are, are the pets still there? Oh, yes, we have pets. Unfortunately, we have already put down five of our lovable pets, but we still have one, and we will be getting another one shortly. Um, yes, our pets are very important to us <laughs> and to our residents. Outstanding. The place just wouldn't be the same without them. I can vouch for that for sure. Well, Sister Rebecca and Betty, thank you so much for joining us. And um, uh, St. Anne's Guest Home is on the corner of 17th Street and 5th Avenue North, uh, just a few blocks away from our location here in Grand Forks. And blessings to you and your your ministry there. Thank you so very much, and God bless you for yours. We appreciate what you do for having us. Thank Mm -hmm. you very much. Thanks for your time. Well, before we wrap things up for the hour, we need to look ahead at what's coming up on tomorrow's program. We'll turn it over to Aaron in Command Central with those details. Thank you very much, Father. We are going to have another fabulous show right at the Chancery in Winona with Father Tim Beeren and Michael Goldsmith. In the first hour, we're going to have Dr. Susan Windley-Dowles to talk about Alpha Training what is that? We'll hear more about that in the in the terms of evangelization. We'll also be praying for your intentions during Prayerfully Yours. And Father Tim Beeren will be with us during Straight Talk for your comments and questions, 9.30 to 10 a.m. Central. We'll also have John Tetzloff to talk about end-of-life issues, especially when it comes to wills, trust, and the financial sides of planning. We'll take the 10-minute tour of local events, Father Jason Kern will be with us to talk about discerning the call of God and being called by name. And we'll have Kathy Ingeman to talk about the beauty of St. Mary Catholic Schools in Del Rapids. All this coming up here on Real Presence Live. Right back to you, fathers. Another fantastic show on the docket for tomorrow. Again, time flew by. Father, we had such a great Real Presence Live segment. We had all these other things to get to, but let's finish with you have some great insights here. That you want yeah, to share. I wanted to share just very briefly just some thoughts from a book George Weigel wrote called Evangelical Catholicism. And I was thinking about this because of that survey that came out talking about only three in ten Catholics had an accurate belief of the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. And he said, the crisis of Catholicism in Europe did not come about because the institutional church faltered and its people subsequently bailed out. The crisis came because the people of the church, including the clergy, ceased to believe with passion and conviction, ceased to find joy in the presence of the Lord, and sought their happiness elsewhere. Some pretty strong words, but I think it's food for thought. Well, let's end then invoking that very thing. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, God our Father in heaven, send your Holy Spirit into, we pray for the Pope, the bishops, the priests, the deacons, the lay people, marriages, young people, 
inspire us, fill us. May we seek our consolation in the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Almighty God bless and keep the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.